0: You are listening to the Catholic Thinkers Podcast, a free treasury of instruction in the Catholic intellectual tradition. If you enjoy this lecture, please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate. This is uh, James Scholl, and we'll continue with the second part of uh, Chapter 6 on dwellers on death, on dwellers in an unfortified city. We reached a point there where now we've discussed the relationship between death and what is right. We begin by citing in the Georges uh, a dialogue of ominous proportions in Plato. Uh, Socrates uh, confronts Callicles, uh, a politician uh, who is two, uh, who too had studied philosophy in his youth. The very character of Callicles alerts philosophy to the dangers that lie in the education it uh, gives to its potential philosophers and politicians. Callicles thought that the young uh, men ought to study uh, philosophy. It was a good educational uh, tool that required it. But when they were older and had uh, were in charge of the city, uh, they could not afford uh, the witty uh, conversations of the philosopher who only talked in corners to young boys. More serious things needed to be uh, done. Calicles finally uh, refused even to talk to the philosopher to talk philosophy when Socrates uh, with Socrates uh, with Socrates uh, the Socratic stranger uh, the uh, Socratic stranger in this particular dialogue was aware that the uh, refusal of the politician to talk over his principles with the philosopher uh, meant that philosophy had no chance to uh, exist in the polity, the philosopher's uh, life was uh, at risk uh, from uh, from there. From that moment on, from the moment that the politician wouldn't talk to the philosopher, the philosopher always had to prepare for death uh, when he failed to engage the politician in serious discussion. So we we'll quote this. So Socrates says. So to be disciplined is better than uh, for the soul uh, than uh, lack of discipline, uh, which is without uh, 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 which uh, is what you yourself were thinking just now, Callicles. I don't know what's in the world that you are you mean socrates ask someone else socrates this fellow won't uh put up uh, uh with uh, being benefited and with his understanding of uh, the various things of uh, the, ver- the very things the discussions about with being disciplined Callicles. and i couldn't care less about anything you say either i give you these answers just to uh just for gorgeous sake socrates very well what do we do now are you uh, breaking off uh breaking off the uh in the midst of these uh, discussions in the quote so the refusal of calicles Forced Socrates to continue the discussion as a monologue, not two people but one. This denial of the philosophic, philosophical method of a dialogue uh, meant that the politician, for all his youthful philosophical training, which he had acquired and admired, uh, could not be uh, drawn into the essential questions of truth, which is when it came up in reality in ruling the city. These profound uh, disquisitions were not questions the politician could afford to ask or to, uh, uh, or to allow to be asked. The death warrant of Socrates was signed. When the politician refused to discuss anything uh, further uh, with him, just as it, just as Christ's death warrant was sealed, when Pilate asked cynically, "What is the truth?" If no objective truth existed, all the very uh, if the very pursuit of it was dangerous. It follows that Calicles, and those who uh, voted for Socrates' death for Socrates' death, Cato and Pontius Pilate were quite uh, correct in their positions. But we must not argue that obvious that obvious truth exists because we need it to uphold our polity. must be upheld because uh, truth does exist and does exist uh, properly within uh, within them. The philosopher ought not to be killed because he is a philosopher. His conclusion is not a position that leads to uh, uh, define philosophy as argument for for argument's sake as its essence, whether it leads in a way that would render the philosopher and the politician benevolent uh, not to each other, but both to the truth. The appeal of local of liberal education has always been, of course, that there are things uh, that ought we ought to be ought to be known because they are true in all qualities. A city of mankind did exist, and Cicero's um, remains uh, the best uh, expositor of this position. He writes, "If he sees nothing unnatural in." wronging a fellow uh, man Uh, he is taking away from human beings all that mankind uh all that makes them human if he concedes that this ought to be avoided and yet still uh requires death uh destitution and pain as even more undesirable he is mistaken he ought not to concede that any damage either to his person or to his republic is worse than uh, doing wrong so everyone ought to have some purpose to identify the interest of each with the interests of all once men grab for themselves human society human society will completely collapse but if nature prescribes as she does that every human being must help every other human being whatever he whoever he is just precisely because uh, they are all human beings then by the same authority all men have identical interests having identical interests means that we are all subject to one and the same uh, nature and that and that being so uh, the very least that such a law explains, enjoins is uh, that we uh, must not wrong one another that's from his essays on duties. What is evident here is the force of the argument that death does not take precedence to what is right. What is right is the foundation of civility. The politician's refusal. On the last day of Socrates' life. His wife, Xantipi, was sad because, as she said, this would be the last day during which Socrates could converse uh, with his friends. And Socrates' friends, however, were not much better than Xantippe uh, when it came to controlling their tears. Socrates uh, expected more of the philosophers because This uh, self-control was the nature of the profession, the uh, preparation for death. What amazed the men uh, who remained with Socrates, however, was the uh, calmness, was his calmness. He did not uh, wail and shout and blame uh, the others as the jailers uh, told Socrates, uh, uh, have been the case with general experience with others. The calm of Socrates was caused by his philosophy, by what he talked about in this um, uh, cell, uh, provided by the same uh, state for his death, almost as if to say, that the only uh place for true philosopher uh for the, true philosophy uh for uh the search for truth in the polity was in the uh, apprehension of in the antechambers of death this was where socrates uh had his second trial not before the city but before the potential philosophers who could follow his arguments about uh, immortality. What did Socrates talk about? He talked about the immortality of the soul. And that's in his last days. Socrates was not sure that death was the worst evil, but he was quite convinced that the soul was immortal. If this were the case, if this were the uh, fruit of his philosophical knowledge, he was uh, freed from that power of death by the uh, politician that could be uh, by the politician that could be used uh, to coerce him to do what he did not think was right to do. Callicles knew. Uh, this is quite well this is the reason he would not uh, discuss anything further with Socrates Cicero likewise understood that death was not an excuse for preferring what was advantageous to what was right this conclusion suggests that the reasons men give for which they, for which they die, are the reasons that uh, limit the state from completely, uh, uh, com- completely defining their own lives. Death limits politics, not merely because of the, the the polity must uh, articulate the reasons for which uh, the taking of life is permitted. Or necessary, but because the polity must uh, remember those who have died in the defense of the uh, common and continuing life. If the polity remembers no philosopher, if the greatest deeds uh, and words are only those spoken by the polity about its own continuance in existence, then the education of the youth must ever keep out these uh, uh, disturbing questions that death poses about what life is all about uh, uh, in all of its discussions, including the those of happiness and salvation that can come with death. If death is merely a, an uh, um, instrument of rule, its uh, import is primarily as a means to refrain power. In this sense, Cato was right. We must keep a philosopher or a uh, St. Paul out of Rome if we would uh, preserve the city as a it is uh, constructed. The philosopher who spends his life preparing for death engages Callicles, the politician, up to a point at which the politician will no longer talk. This silence on the part of the politician is threatening. It cuts the philosopher off from the discussion That makes his uh, words uh, come alive and uh, means means something outside of himself the power over life and death that lies in the hands of the politician claims to subordinate philosophy the search for truth to the needs of the polity what when this happens the philosopher Uh, is the noble, uh, the politician, uh, the monstrous figure. But the politician knows that the philosopher may uh, choose against the good. In his youth, the politician, too, had read Plato and uh, uh, recalled uh, that the philosopher can give... Uh, persuasive arguments against justice aristotle explained how to be a successful tyrant in which explanation the uh, instruments of force and uh, surveillance uh, were already presented in their classical form it was because edimantas and glaucon in the republic were so capable of arguing against, arguing against justice, but not in believing it, uh, believing in their own arguments, that Socrates was taken with their honesty and uh, uh, zeal. This charming position, um, attention to the intellectual sincerity of these young potential philosophers, incited Socrates to construct the Sidian's speech, the only one in which the philosopher might, in keeping faithful to philosophy, live and not die. Plato, as a young man, uh, beheld the circumstances surrounding the death of Socrates, the philosopher, his teacher. Plato spent the rest of his literary life bringing Socrates back to life in various ways uh, to determine whether he had uh, to die and, if so, who was responsible for his death. No doubt the concern of Plato uh, gave us political philosophy. Sometimes Socrates was uh, will j- justify his method by claiming... That he is uh, wiser than others among the Greek among the Greeks because he knew that he knew nothing. Death is often pictured as the return of ashes to nothingness. If political philosophy uh, returns uh, to its roots. Uh, does it return uh, to naught if it seeks to relate its uh, treatment of the polity, <clears throat> the uh, science of living well uh, to death? Uh, does does it end up merely in uh, perplexity and um, and uh, frustration? Nietzsche, who dis- despised the uh, instinct of mere self-preservation as uh, unworthy of man and of the work of uh, uh, merely uh, consumptive scholars, uh, like uh, Spinoza, wrote, the wish to preserve oneself is the symptom of of a condition of distress of a limitation of the reality of the really fundamental uh, instinct of life which aims at the expansion of power and wishing uh, for that frequently risks and even sacrifices uh uh, self-preservation the point of this passage for political philosophy, however, is that death here is seen as preferable uh, to merely staying alive. In this, Nietzsche was not different from Socrates. But the risk of death uh, to uh, expand power is Machiavellian, uh, not classical or not the classical order this alternative than to expand power in the uh, attempt to overcome man and death is the result of modernity in modernity of the specific rejection of, of the Socratic discussion on immortality and the Christian doctrine of the resurrection Nietzsche was right. The growth of the state, based on successfully expanding power, limited by nothing but itself, is the result of denying the limits uh, defined by classical uh, philosophy and revelation. The discourses of political philosophy on death The discourse of political philosophy with death is no uh, neutral or uh, indifferent, is no neutral or different one. Whenever one might argue about the normal dealings of any polity with the facts of death among its members, including those caused by the polity itself in the pursuit of its own legitimate purposes, the greater problem concerns what limits the polity to be itself. The definition and um, terms of the limit of this limitation of politics are the great themes of political philosophy. This effort is the intellectual ex- enterprise that seeks to know where. Politics falls within the uh, scheme of the whole of being. Implicit in Callicles' refusal to speak further with this, with Socrates about the purposes of political rhetoric was the affirmation that death bore no meaning. Death implied no judgment and no meaning other than its fact the philosopher had no significance in his conversation with boswell Samuel johnson as we saw had remarked that at that awful hour of his own disillusion he was not sure he would want to be with a friend or to have it all between God and myself. In the discourses of the Stoic slave philosopher Epictetus, he likewise pictured himself at the hour of his dissolution. What shall tend me, God and your friends, i shall lie on a hard bed but you can do it like a man i shall not have a proper house if you have one you will be ill uh, all the same who will give me uh, food those who find in it for them for others you will be no worse off than uh, man is a slave of your uh, uh, on your own sickbed. and what is the end of uh, the illness? Nothing worse than death. Will you realize once uh, for all that it is not death that is the source of all uh, man's evils and of a... Uh, and of a mean and cowardly spirit, but rather the fear of death. Against this fear, then, I would uh, have you uh, discipline yourself. To this, let all your reasonings, uh, your lectures, and your uh, uh, trainings be directed. And then you will know that only so only so do men uh, achieve their freedom, at the end of the quote. What I wish to suggest is that Jonathan and Epictetus, however much uh, their language uh, seems to be the same, represent almost diametrically opposite uh, views of death. Jonathan was a believing Christian, and his relation to God was personal, one of uh, accounting for his life before God at death. For the Stoic, the fear of death was what counted. Man uh, showed his super, uh, superiority, his self-sufficiency, by not being touched by those who Uh, natural fears uh, that arose uh, before death these marked these needed to be controlled and cato was right to keep the the philosopher who might uh, see some higher order uh, to the passions uh, out of the city and with the epicureans Uh, the fear of the gods uh, prevented the um, sufficiency that is due to man man is unsettled they thought by the gods who exist only because uh, of irrational fears the removal of the gods is the condition of peace it is said If the gods are the opium of the people, as a famous follower of Epicurus on this topic, once wrote, Marx wrote his dissertation on Epicurus, the uh, overcoming of the fear of death is the justification for the superiority of politics in the world. Political philosophy becomes... Not ethics, but metaphysics. A metaphysics that grows not out of being as it is received in nature, but out of that sort of being that can be put in place by man, the maker of even the poet poly- of the polity. Our whole life is a race to death words of saint augustine who agreed with plato that the philosopher must build the city in speech he only disagreed with plato about the possibility and the location the city of god remains the basic and central answer to nietzsche who felt that socrates ought not to have offered a sacrifice sacrificial cock to Asclepius, the god of healing, because mankind is not sick unto death. What it lacked was the will to risk even death for power. When told to uh, behold their king, the people uh, present shouted to Christ, we have no king but caesar even in this king even if this king be a philosopher he will be killed in all existing cities as socrates taught the limits of uh, politics begin where cato and Callicles uh, will allow the philosopher in the uh, city The dignity of politics uh, to be itself depends on whether man can find the answer to the complete happiness that includes the friendship of the gods and man in a complete life a life that would include body and soul in the wholeness of which we are composed if he cannot he will look to politics for the alternative answers, answers that depend only on himself and are not uh, related to what is. The physical fact of death in A Hundred Horrid Shapes, Chesterton wrote, was more naked and less veiled in the times of faith or superstition than in times of science or skepticism often it was not merely those that had seen a man die but those who had seen him uh, rot who were the most uh, uh, certain or were most certain that he was everlastingly alive the dwellers of an unfortified city uh, confront the physical fact of death at the limits of science and skepticism. These are the very limits of political philosophy itself, wherein, as St. Augustine suspected, the republic, the city built in speech, the unfortified city, Uh, Results uh, meets the city of God. Against all else, as Epicurus said, it is possible to provide intellectual uh, security. The end of chapter six. We hope you enjoyed listening to Catholic Thinkers. Please visit us at CatholicThinkers.org forward slash donate to help us keep this content free.